You're joking, right? Well, I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm trying to be optimistic about that. Well, I guess you're too young to be a little pessimistic like me. The fucking things I see out there, people are stupid. All right. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Good. We're virtual again. Um, You bitches are even lucky that we're even doing an episode. Wow. That's... That's the commitment we have to this for 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 use people, the use people. Yeah, because I have been studying all day. Today, yesterday, the day before, Dad was sick all day yesterday. Uh, but we're here. I'm still I'm still not feeling well. But can I tell you, fucked up my weekend. I, mean, I was in our, Miami in our Basel for the whole weekend with friends, having a good time. I had to go come back yesterday. To go to the hospital to get a fucking cat scan in my stomach and my pelvis area, pelvic area. But everything. Well, you just had a bad stomach ache. I'm confused. What happened? Nausea, bad stomach, bowel movements, uh, weird shit, burping, like crazy stuff. They thought it might have been a blockage, so the doctor said, get, "Go get checked." But everything's fine. They were more concerned about checking that small intestine, but. They don't know what it is. They said my blood work came back fine. Every the CAT scans came back fine. And um, I'm on day three and a half of not doing well and, and not getting a lot of sleep because when he went, I went to bed like 1130 last night, woke up at 115 with nausea and uh, having to go to bed. Nausea. 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 No, nausea. Okay, that too. So I had both. Nausea? Who calls it that? And, um, and, I didn't sleep a lot. And then I went back to bed like five in the morning, woke up at 10. So I've been around the house all day. Yeah. That shit sucks. Like when you have a stomach bug or whatever, and you're just like, it just ruins your whole day for sure. So I ate, I ate a a sandwich today and some soup about an hour ago. So I'm feeling a little full, but last night, because I haven't eaten like two days, I'm getting a fucking chicken parm and penny with uh, meat sauce. I'm like, I'm going, haven't eaten yeah, nothing like if you have a stomach ache and you've been feeling poorly, so poorly in your stomach that you went to the hospital. Nothing like fried food and pasta to fix that. But I wanted, but I wanted my chicken parm. Figured, you know, I'm, I'm watching my weight, but I'm gonna eat, and I figured I can afford to eat this now. Yeah, you were probably in a huge calorie deficit. So, well, they gave me an IV yesterday, but whatever. So, I um. I normally go to like Cannoli Kitchen because that chicken parm is good. But I'm like, all right, let's go to Giovanni's, which has the best pizza, like killer fucking pizza. Oh, the one on, yeah, yeah, and Palmetto or whatever that place, Royal Palm Shops. Right. Great fucking that pizza is really good pizza, Ronnie. So I wonder if Portnoy reviewed it. What? I wonder if Portnoy reviewed it. So I go to get my chicken parm, which I'm going to talk about. I got to tell you, it was one of the worst fucking chicken parm. They fucked it up. Interesting. Wait, That's also penny. such a bummer because you were oh, like, wait. listen, listen, the, the penny didn't come with meat sauce. I was so fucking pissed. I ate it anyway because I'm not going back and I wanted to eat. But if I'm going to waste my calories and shit on a oh. chicken parm, it was not, it was, and the pizza is one of the best. It was the worst chicken parm. I'm so upset over What it. made it bad? It just sucked. Like the chicken quality or what? It just, the breading sucked. It, Oh, it, it was too dry. It wasn't. I'm, I'm sad for you. Yeah. 
Ronnie, I was jonesing. I like, I, I'm gonna fucking get this. I know I shouldn't, but I'm getting. It. I don't give a shit because, and I gotta tell you, so bad. What are you gonna do? Yeah, it is what it is. It's fu- That's so disappointing, though. Uh, I, I've when, been there. On a scale of one to ten, one being very the most disappointing, it was a one because yeah. I was so pumped for it. Yeah. Well, so yeah. aren't you guys listening? So glad that we did this episode where we talk about our bowel movements and. Good and bad chicken parms. Just about eating, man. No, just no, I know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just messing. But yeah, you missed our basil, which was this weekend. It's current. We're recording this Sunday afternoon. Our basil is currently still going on. I went. I only had time to go to like one thing on Friday. I took an exam Friday morning. Then I went to one of the exhibits Friday afternoon because I was like, I can't. I'm not studying right after I took an exam. No, of course um, not. So I did that, but. Bryce has been going to a bunch of stuff all weekend. My girlfriend's been going to his stuff all weekend. And the my my one thing I just want to say on it is it's the some of the people that you see at these art exhibits, like people in the because it's made up of multiple groups, right? Like there's actual people in the quote unquote art world, right? Which are like legitimate art people. Then there are like the influencer type world who are like putting on a show. And then there's just like people who are going like us to enjoy it. The top, the first two groups are hilarious. At least the art people, like the real deal, legit art people, they've always been like, you know, annoying and weird. Well, the women are ugly. Those, those real artsy, gray hair, uh, fucking Birkenstock, you know. Oh, well, that's a, yeah, that's a different kind of, that's an of, ugly. Yeah, just ugly. But I gotta tell you, it was. But that's not who I was even thinking about at all. I was thinking about like people who wear like crazy fashion shit. They're oh, all, yeah, they're all wearing scarves. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like even the guys are wearing like the, they're wearing the blazers with the scarves and that and the, just outfit. I, the more you dress, it doesn't match. The the better the outfit looks in in our past. Yeah, well, that's like the thing that was the point I'm trying to make. Like the art people, they've always done that. Even since before you were a kid, art like people in the art world were always like weird in the way they dressed and where they were out there. So those people, I'm like, okay, they're authentic. So they don't annoy me. I'm just like, wow. I the, honestly, I kind of respect them and like, I'm like, you are who you are, and at least you found this world that you can do that. The the influencer ones who like try to pretend like that. That's where that's the annoying. Like ones. that one girl we saw who had all the caution tape on her, the idiot. Right. It's like, and you can tell instantly by looking at someone if they're, if they're a poser or not with that kind of stuff. An idiot. It's, yeah, it is. I got to tell you, so we went, I only went one day. I went Friday and I wasn't feeling well. I was still nauseous. And so after like two and a half hours, eh, it was the same. It's the same shit as every year. Well, the crowds, the traffic, and then the, the art's the exact same. I mean, I didn't go to um, the one you went. Did you go to one on Saturday or not? No. no. Did Hannah go to one on Saturday? Yeah, and she's at the furniture one right now. Oh, the furniture would be nice. All right, who'd she go with? Yesterday, it was just like all her friends went. Today, she's just by herself because I'm stuck at my desk all day. And then went to Soho House. How long did you stay afterwards after we left? Ten minutes. I was so so we, we, we took Dad. I mean, I knew it was a recipe for disaster. Soho House in Miami, has they built like a big tent and they put it on the beach. And it's like. It's not like a tent. It's like a an event space. You know, it's like a draped out. It looks like a wedding venue type thing. It's got a bunch of bars. It's cool. You're right on the sand. 
but it's like at Soho Habs during Art Basel. So it's like, you know, every like influencer and model and person who thinks they're cool um, is at this party. Every, every douchebag. <laughs> so I took dad and mom and my mom was like loving it. She was like, this is so cool. I'm so excited. And the instant we got in there, dad was like, I want to leave. One, you weren't feeling well, which I get, but also I never would have guessed that you would like that type of crowd anyways. No, no, because first of all, I'm 56 years old. Second of yeah. all, you can't hear it. It's so loud of me. You can't even talk to anybody. It was like a club. Yeah. But third, um, I don't really need to stand there and I'm not single. I'm not doing anything. So like, I want to sit there and relax and talk and I can't. I agree talk. with you. And then four, it's like every douchebag wannabe full of shit. And to me, you know, I'm, look, I'm in my late fifties. I'm so past that. I didn't like it when I was your age. You know, I, I like quality. I don't care about the bullshit. The girls dressing the guys look like fucking idiots and douchebags and everyone's full of shit. To me, it's just a waste of my time. I get it. If you're younger, I respect it. But ev- no one, you know, everyone's wearing sunglasses indoors. You know, the whole look. People are missing what life is really all about. The importance of life. Yes. Yes. I agree. And I feel those same ways about you. But two counterpoints. One, it's like young people at an art event. So like, it is different. Um, and then two, like, I'm sure that when Bryce and I were there, are there with our friends, there are other people that look at us and pick those things, you know? So it's like, no, you never I know. That because I'll tell you like, you can't always judge a book by its cover in that. Some but, people you can. But, but, but. When you, you guys aren't all um, decked out in a way where, you want validation by other every by strangers. The people there, it's like they're you know they spend hours on their outfits, by the way. Two, they want they want to be validated by strangers. Like it's so weird. Like it's it's so look, I know I'm a minority. I don't so I know I'm coming out of, you know, from such a small percentage or some out of left field, but I don't get it. I I don't get why people care what other people think about them. That they're looking good for everybody else. Um, We're know, in the minority for that, for sure. Yes, the girls are like we're correct, but yeah, we're in the minority. Hundred percent correct. No matter how attractive these girls are, they got it all wrong. The guys got it. Yeah, wrong. that was another thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah, the girls have it more wrong than the guys. The girls have more wrong than the guys, but it's so. Now, mom likes those things because she likes a scene. Mom's always been like that. She likes a party. She likes people watching, and and also. She maybe reminds her of being younger. I don't know. Mom she, also just likes action around. She always likes that. And to me, I'd rather have six people in my house hanging out in sweat. I mean, look, I'm in sweats right now, dude. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather just, I've, been, I've been sitting in, yeah, just chilling. All, I mean, I'm not chilling, but yeah. But, I hear but you. you know, what I was working this morning too, but I, I'd rather just have five, six, seven people just hanging out, good conversation. To me, you I'm not dancing, you know, I'm standing there and people around me and I got to, and you know me, I want to pump, someone pumps in me, I want to get in a fight, you know the way I am and I can't do that there because it's a... Well, so then I think also like... like so Bryce gave me instruction where Bryce goes, Dad, you get in a fight, Bronx gets kicked out, so don't say anything. Like, okay, okay. That's funny. Um, but I think you're thinking about it wrong in a certain way, like you're saying, what, I'm not like going to go dance, I'm just standing around 
the the loudness i i understand but like when i go out to a bar or club or something it's like i go out for me to have fun with my friends like i don't care who else is there you know like you're saying like oh all these people are there they're all uh, what i'm not i'm too not crap. gonna talk to them i'm too, not single too crap too crap at my age it's it, i go out and have a good time i can have a good time wherever i go you know that and i like dance and having fun but that's you're walking Give them blade. They check your band a hundred fucking times. Everyone thinks well, that's like, that's because they don't want just everyone coming in. Otherwise, it'd it. be I get it. If you think me, it's crowded with just members, imagine. But to me, I don't need to fuck. I'm uh, you know I'm past. That. I'm too successful and too. Well, and yeah, you're I, you're older. It's different. No, I'm just I just you know I don't yeah. give a fuck about those. Things. I just don't. That's not. I don't. I don't either at all. It's never been me. I would have been like, remember that night we went out with. We're at the outdoor cigar bar hanging out with you and Han. And that was just a fun night. By the way, she's so cute. We love Han. She dressed so, so she looked so cute. She's a nice girl. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we, we love her. Um, yeah I, I agree with you, but like there's a pl- there's a time and place for everything. And I don't I go. It, but, but, I, but I don't really care to go to those kind of events. That's all. Sure. No, no, of course. I understand. Even the um, Bentley event. We went that night to the Bentley event. Okay. I was bored after five minutes. Yeah. I love being with you, I, my wife, my kids, and my friends. The me, that's great. But I don't need to be around my wife, my kids, and my friends with 2000. And, and then you just like schmooze for a little bit. Yeah, fuck that. Um, but that's what those things are. Like, that's just like what my those events point, are. My point going back is people are caught up with the wrong things. Those Absolutely. Things. There's no value, and 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 it's it's you know that's a big Miami thing though. Like that's a specific, that's like a big part of Miami culture is that whole sceny CNB scene world, and then I think also it's compounded with modern youth culture as well, which is a big problem with that too. So I think it's like Art Basel is the mixture of like every influencer, youth, cool person who wants to like be seen. Plus Miami culture of like, you know, showing off what you have kind of thing. Yeah, I, I couldn't give a flying fuck at all. Well, yeah, that's not your, it, that's it not it. Me, it reaffirms that I just want to be my, my wife, my kids, their significant others, and my friends, and fuck everybody else. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't. My, my girlfriend texted me. Like an hour ago while I was studying, I just asked her how she's so she's at like a, a design one now. So like some of them are art, some of them are design, which is like furniture and architecture, stuff like that. And she said, you would hate this. There's so many wannabe influencers wearing hats and making people take pictures of them with everything. And I was like, I said, actually, that kind of sounds fun because then I get to make fun of them. Bunch of idiots. And it's like wearing hats indoors is great. You know how they all wear the big hats with like the big brims. I saw that I, and I was like, I kept saying, I didn't get the memo. I didn't get the memo. Yeah. Or they're wearing a scarf and we're indoors. The same kind of thing. Scarf. Or they're wearing 27 bracelets, you know? Yep. Or what about my age men doing that? I love that one too. Fucking yeah. Yeah. But like some people are legit with that. Like, like Johnny Depp has always been that kind of guy. Like that's just who he is. You know, he's going to wear 17 necklaces. And he, he owns it. So I respect that when people are like, this is what I want to do. And I'm not doing it for other people. I'm doing it because I like it. There are those people. The problem is the people who are like, I'm doing this just because other people think it's cool. If you're doing something just because you think it's cool, I respect that. I think that's great. 
If you want to wear some crazy outlandish clothes, just because you genuinely, because you think it's cool, not because you're trying to impress others, I'm all on board. The problem is when you're like doing it because you want to take a picture to post on Instagram so that other people think you're cool. That's when it's like, okay, now you're not genuine. I think people miss the boat of what's really important in life and what's not really important in life. And I think that most people miss the boat. But if you want to dress up, that's why is that not important? That's not what I'm talking about. Taking the pictures for Instagram, that's when it gets a different story. I'm talking about I'm talking about what's important to people and where the world has gone is really missing the boat about really what's important in life. That's what I'm saying. Like what? What you you're saying a big like philosophical thing, but you're not being specific. I don't know. Like, like, um, what are the, all these people? What are all these people missing Be, by by going to Art Basel and walking around looking at art in in fashionable outfits? What are they missing? No, that's not what I'm saying. People go. That's so then, what? Do you, but right, that's what I'm asking. People, what are you saying? People that like where it's. I think a lot of these people probably have no pot to piss in. They portray something different than their reality, and I don't think. And I think that they all if they're getting decked out, they're not doing it because they want to, they want for people to stare at them or look at them to validate them, which are strangers. Like who cares if a stranger validates you or not? And I think that their their priorities, I'm making general statements. I'm not saying all, don't get me wrong. I think their priorities are skewed and wrong. And I think that's just due to social media and where we're at in today's day and age. I think that as you, and I think it's even sadder, maybe not so much for your generation because you know, you, you, you'll eventually grow mature. I think it's sadder for um, people my age or my generation that are looking for validation from strangers. Yeah, I think, I mean, people your age still in that, caught up in that world is definitely a very different case than people my age who are caught up in that world. Still, it's like some people who are like, if you really care about what other people think and you're only doing things for social media and you're my age, it's still like, what are you doing, bro? But it's less of a problem because it is like, it's part of being, I think, in your, t- like, I'm sure you, when 20s. you were in your 20s, people, Correct. I mean, like Scarface and clubs and Studio 54, that was all about, like, showcasing wealth and wearing as much jewelry as possible and, sh- you know, showing off to everyone around you. You guys just didn't have the internet to post it on. But if you guys did, imagine, like, mom in the 80s, if she had social media, oh, my God, it would be insane. The amount, you know, I think that's just, like, natural for people in their 20s. As no, I- you're building your life, you're finding out who you are you're trying to like get validation from the world around you to tell you that you're cool. And then maturity is growing out of that. I, I think I grew out of that before a lot of people, but doesn't mean that it makes no, someone worse. I, I think in your twenties, I get it. I agree with you. I, I, as a, you know, a dad and some of my age, I don't, I, I, I don't, you don't care anymore. You have other things going on, right. but I understand in your twenties, but if you're at this point in life, like it's really, I mean, real, what life's so fucking short, you better join the fucking train and get on it because if not, it's moving so fast. You're, you're going to be fucking sad and lonely. Yeah. So we were, so a few people came over the apartment to meet up with Bryce and Hannah before the, and then they all went to like the art, some of the art exhibits. Bryce, he looks good. Doesn't Bryce, he look good. Yeah, he's just sitting outside right now. And um, Burke, Burke is in flight on his way home. We got him for three and a half weeks. I can't wait. He's literally picking him up tonight. Yeah. So there were just like a few people that came over. And one of the people was like, hey, I just met this girl, like a, a girl that we know. She was like, I just met this girl uh, like last week. Do you mind if she comes? And so Bryce, I, I was just in my yeah, room. Right. So Bryce was like, sure. 
So she comes, first of all, I, I mean, I hope she's not listening to this. I'm not going to be mean about her, but it was like about what we were talking about. Um, so you know what? I'm not going to comment on her physical appearance because um, that's mean. We started talking about, I don't even know how we got into it. Like I just went out to like chat with everyone and then they left and then I came back in to study. So while I was out with them, she was talking about how she ran. I don't even know how we got on. We got onto this, but how she was at a dinner a few nights ago and her ex was at this dinner and, or like at the same restaurant with another girl. And so she was like, I had to leave um, the thing that I had to leave the restaurant. And I was like, well, then I was like, how long have you guys been broken up? She was like six months. And I was like, oh, so he still has a huge, like he, you still care about him. He still impacts life. And she's like, no, he doesn't. And I was like, well, of course he does. He's, he's affecting, like he won in this breakup. Like not that there's winners or losers, but like the fact that you're still like, don't letting give him the power. Don't give him the power. Well, it's not even, yeah. And then, and then she, whatever. Then she was like, no, no, no. And I was like, okay, fine. And then she goes, I had to, I was looking up the, I found the girl that he was on this date with and I blocked her. And I was like, why would you even block her? She's a stranger to you. And she was like, I don't want to see any of her stuff. And I'm like, but you're not going to see it if you're not looking for it. She's a stranger. She can't help it. So then she was like, I blocked her. But then this girl was like, but then get this. I blocked her. But then a, a few days later, I was like, you know what? That was that was wrong of me to do. So I unblocked her. But then 30 minutes later, she blocked me. So she must have been searching. She must have found that I was the ex and found that, that. And she was like going through this whole thing. And I was like, I literally was like, you're, I said this to her. I was like, you're insane. How are you going through? Like, it just was baffling how you were, you were not a fan of hers. No, but it just, it was actually entertaining because I was like, wow, this person is just like a train wreck. But so many people are like that. Or just absolute more, train more, and then, more girls than guys, though, Ronnie. No, I mean, earlier in the day, I, mean, I think this is how we came up with, um, we got onto this topic. Yeah, because earlier in the day, a person that we know, I'm not going to say his name, you know him, he's a friend of our family friend, is he, the second son in a close family friend of ours who aren't from America, who lives in Florida. Okay, I got you. No, okay. I was just making sure he broke up with his girlfriend broke up. His ex-girlfriend broke up with him like six months ago, five months ago. And he called Bryce and he was like, I'm, I'm going to go get lunch with her. She's in town. I'm going to go get lunch with her. And Bryce was like, he was on speakerphone. Bryce was like, why? And he was like, well, I just, I don't know. Like he's still not over this girl months yeah, later. He, he Obviously they did it for three, four months, three or four months. Right. He goes, he says on the phone, he's like, I'm not going to go into all the details, but he's like, basically like, I'm never going to get anyone better than this. So I'm not going to, I can't get over it. And I said, I was like, Andre, oh, I'll bleep his name out. <laughs> I, I was like, look, I yelled onto the phone. I was like, you based on that sentence and this belief that you're ascribing to yourself, you have two options. Either go kill yourself because you've never if, if you're saying this is the best I'm ever going to get and so I can never get no, over it. There's only 20s to show you perspective. Yeah, but I'm saying like, this is how He's just people... immature. He's just immature. But it's like to... to I, I truly can't understand. I mean, maybe it's just my like emotional state and mental, like 
emotional intellect is just different than other people. But like, if someone breaks up with you and you're going to wallow in it for half a year and still a half a year later be like, this person is so good that I can never get over it. It's like, they don't want to be with you. So why would you want to be with them? It just doesn't make sense to me how but, someone can have such an impact but, on someone else's life. I, I agree with you. I agree. I agree with everything you're saying, but there are plenty of people that want to immature too. There are, you ever see, you know, do you know, we all know people that drama is not, ne- no matter what it is, drama is necessary in their life. It sort of gives them, it's like bad publicity, still publicity. Drama gives people a sense of self-worth and identity to make it about themselves. How many times you know people that turn everything about themselves? We're not going to mention names. We know who we're talking about. And there are people who sort of just immature when it comes to dating or insecure or fits things on paper and they're just looking at from checks and off boxes. There, there's just immature people. I hear what you're saying, but they're not as they have not grown as much to say someone like you in that regard. I don't even know if it's growth. I think it's just people. Some people like you either have it or don't. I think. But then on the other aspect, you can, you are, you can change and mature. But you are on the far extreme. You are sometimes uh, you need to be a little more affectionate, and a little more understanding than 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 times, right? I mean, you are on the other end. Yeah, right? yeah. Like at at um, the art event yesterday. So my girlfriend got home and she was she's we were just she was telling me about it or whatever, and they ran into someone that I know. Um. And I don't know, I, I guess the person was met my girlfriend. So they're like, oh, I know Bronson. I'm friends with him, whatever. Um, he's a dick, but he's great. That's what they said about me, this person. But what? Do I know the person? No, you don't know them. But they were doing it in like a like an endearing way. They were, they're like a friend of mine. They're like, oh, yeah. And then another friend of mine said, oh, yeah, Bronson can definitely be a jerk, but you got to love him. So this is what they were saying about me, which then I, my girlfriend was telling me this. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm fine with that that uh i'm fine that people think that about me because i don't think i'm and like this girl that was at the apartment at our apartment who i was like why would you ever let someone from six months ago a, a person that they're dating a stranger why would you ever let that affect you like she probably was like wow that guy was an asshole but it's like no i'm just cur- i'm like i can't believe what she yeah. was saying because you're a lot like me. That's his exa- this is me in a, in a younger version. Which but is then I was saying, then I was saying to my girlfriend, I was like, honestly, I'm totally okay with it because I just like speak my mind. Like I don't think I'm mean. I just say what I want to say. And I was saying to her, I was like, there are plenty of guys out there that like I can't even I can't even imagine how like a girl would want to date this type of guy. And it's more prevalent than not now, I think. Maybe not in Miami, but like in LA, definitely. Like there's a there are most guys, if you go to if you go to a restaurant, like a guy makes a reservation at a restaurant and like the table gets messed up, or like they bring in the wrong, let's say they bring the wrong order, right? You order something, they bring the wrong order. Most guys nowadays will not say anything. I would all day long. And um, I told her this. I was like, I'm you, and I was like, that's one of the reasons why you like me is because I'm going to say what I want to say. I'm going to get what I want. And, and if, someone, if someone thinks I'm a dick for that, then okay, then I'm a Talk dick. I don't care. And she was what like, yes, you're saying? correct. She was like, yeah, I could, ne- I would, could never imagine how a girl could be attracted to like someone who doesn't speak up. And I was like, yeah, exactly. But that's most guys nowadays, honestly. I love, we, mom and I love honey. Okay. <laughs> 
that it was just funny how like my friends are like, yeah, Bronson's a dick, but he's great. And I'm like, okay, I'm honestly you know, fine people, with that. You know what people say about me, Ronnie? Yeah. But, but if I care for you, I, I will kill for you and have you back. And that's another thing I said. I was like, it's great that I'm on your side. Like, it's great to have a guy who's a dick, but he's on your team. Right. You just don't want to be on the other side of it. You're a mini me, Ronnie. It, it's just, it, it was just funny to be like, huh, okay, yeah, my friends think I'm a dick, but they like you that part about me. Okay. But that's why always everyone, everyone in my friend group, everyone in law school, whenever they want something done, they ask me, hey, right. Bronson, can you go, can you go ask that person? Can which, you- is even, which is even more like, what are you, a pussy, right? Yeah, it's like you're a grown man and you're coming to ask me to help you do something. I agree with you. I agree. It's too funny. But that's a lot of people. And another thing, too, which is funny, because Bryce, uh, my girlfriend and a friend said that Bryce was like offending artists. So at this exhibit, it's like each booth, the art, the artist is there. That paint that made the art. They're like sitting in the booth and you can talk to them. You can ask them questions or whatever. And so apparently like Bryce a few times said something about the art and the artist was like there and heard him. Like he said, like who would pay you this much money? Or I say that out. I said, I go, who would buy this? That's not art. But right. Yeah. So there was one time where Hannah wanted to buy. There was like, do you remember last year? There was like that whole McDonald's, but it was all felt. Yes. Yeah. So that same artist came back, but this time it was like a bagel shop. And so there were like all these bagels made out of like felt. They looked like dog toy kind of things, you know? And so my girlfriend wanted to buy one and it was like $80 or something. And Bryce was like, why would you ever buy? He said it out loud just in the thing. They were in line to buy it. And Bryce was like, why would you ever buy this? This is like, it's a dog. It looks like a dog toy. It's so stupid. And then the girl in front of them turned around and was like, pointed to the cashier was like that's the artist how dare you like say that shit look at like she worked so hard on the, and it was just funny because it's like that's so not bryce to be doing this stuff but then i was like you know what it's because i wasn't there so bryce was the only bloom so he had to fill in the role of he had to raise the pecking order. order he raised the pecking order <laughs> yeah he, it was like oh I guess I'm the only one around that's going to be offensive, so I got to do it. But if I'm there, Bryce no, is never offensive. It's not offensive, but why can't you speak? That's what art is. Art speaks differently to different people. Why can't you just say, I would never buy this, or I don't find anything. You know what I mean? Every booth I walk by, I go, oh, my God, that's not who, like, I could do that, or that's no big deal. Or I would say, yeah. that's the way the people look. I said to mom, I go, are the people behind the on the desk, are those, is that the art? Right, is that, is that part of the art? There was that, that one that, we talked about it was like a, the biggest one at the show ever it was like um circles on a board but when you walked in front of it the circles would flip and it would sh- outline in real time your body it's kind of hard to explain but that's like the general gist of it so it was like an interactive art thing and it was cool for the first 10 seconds you're like oh whoa that's me in the painting and then after that you're like okay this is just a gimmick it's not art anymore but the thing is, the, the circles, as they're capturing your body, they have to spin around to get the shade right. So all you're hearing is like, right, constant of these circles spinning. What did you hear? What did you hear? So, so I'm standing in front of this thing, and I, I hear all this spinning, and I was like, wow, who would ever, I said this, I was like, who would ever want to own this? You'd have to turn it off. It would be constantly doing that all night. This is an art. This is a nuisance. 
So I said that out loud. And then some guy was standing behind me and he started cracking up. And my girlfriend hit me like jokingly, but she was like, she was like, what if that was the artist? And I was like, okay, so what? He's probably selling this because he doesn't want to hear that fucking sound all day in his apartment because it's so annoying. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I get it when people have or like load up with tattoos or guy paints nails black. I ask him. And that's like, guy that paints nails black isn't a new thing. That's been around for a long time. But I'm just saying, I'm with people. I'm gonna. They open up Pandora's box. I'm gonna question them about it. That's just well, then if you're if you're if you're completely covered in tattoos, you're wanting people to notice your tattoos. So you're opening yourself up for questions about your tattoos. Rude. I'm not being a dick about it, but I'm gonna question that. Right. If anything, like with that girl asking about questions about her ex boyfriend. If anything, I'm being nice. I'm asking you questions about your life. I don't like if it wasn't interesting to me, I wouldn't ask questions. Like I would just be like, oh, okay, cool, cool. So so, so I don't think I'm being a dick. I think I'm being nice always. All right. As long as the people that care about you think you're you're a good person, that's all that matters. Yeah. So something funny when Scott, he says that we gotta he, talk about this college thing. Is that is that what you're gonna talk about? No, let's talk about college. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Oh well, what were you is your thing a quick thing or a long thing? No, go ahead. So this week, uh, the Congress had a hearing on anti-Semitism on college campuses. And they, uh, the president of Harvard, Penn, and Yale. No, Harvard, Penn, and I don't remember. We can look it up. The, the presidents of these three universities testified and were like, being kind of grilled by Congress people about and their policy. The so what's the point about that when they go to the front of Congress and they testify? And then what? Then what? So the main point I learned this in my 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 um my exam tomorrow is partly it's a legislation course and it's statutory interpretation. So this is right in my wheelhouse. This is what I've been studying. The, the major the re, majority for hearings like that are just for Congress people to get sound bites. There's nothing that actually comes from it. It's just for Congress people to be like, to go back to their constituents and be like, look, you always I'm- have to move your, you always have to move your hand when you're talking, so move your hand. Yes. Yes. It's literally just for them to be like, I'm doing something that's important. That's the only reason nothing actually comes from it. But like think sometimes when they get in the public eye, it exposes people to things that they wouldn't have otherwise known of. So like this one is a good example of that. Like you wouldn't necessarily have known how the, how like the administration of Penn feels about, you know, anti-Semitic comments, but now you do. So like that, there's a benefit to that being, and like you're under oath, so they have to testify. They're subpoenaed. So it's like, there's benefit to that just for the, the awareness I agree. factor. I agree. So what happened? So these, these presidents of these universities, all three were women interestingly enough, which was just something that like I clocked, just kind of odd. Um, they all testified about like anti-Semitism on college campuses within the scope of like freedom of speech. Because, I mean, we can watch some of the stuff, but like the main gist was that like congressmen and women were saying, were asking questions about it and all the presidents were like, but it's freedom of speech. Like we, we, um, we promote freedom of speech on our campuses and our students should be but able to say incites riot or unsafe environment, different story though. Well, so the, yeah, the main point that the Congress people were trying to make was like, 
they were saying, you can't use that argument that, and I agree with this. I'm, I'm on board with the freedom of speech, but it has to be all or none. And that's not what's happening on college campuses. Like on Harvard campus, if you, so one, some Congresswoman said like, um, is calling for like the death of Jews on Harvard's is on Harvard's campus against Harvard's rules and whatever. And the president of Harvard did, did not say yes or no. They were like, well, blah, 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 blah. It depends on the context, blah, 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 blah all this stuff, right? And then the congresswoman would drill them. It's yes, I, I just want a yes or no. Is it against the rules? It's either against the rules or it's not against the rules. And they're like, well, whatever. And then she was like, is calling for the death of all black people against the rules? And they're like, yes, that's against the rules. That's not, like, you're not allowed to say that on Harvard campus. So it's like, so it's clearly there's not just a full freedom of speech. Right, but jabbing against all the Jews is, 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 well, you know, it all depends. Right. That's what, that's, that's the problem is if you're invoking freedom of speech as your defense, then the, it's just invalid because you, freedom is all or none. You can't have freedom to set freedom of speech to say Jews should die, but then no freedom of speech to say black people should die. It's just, that's not what freedom of speech is. So they were getting grilled on this. And then um, like a few um, alumni from like Wharton, like successful businessmen who went to Penn said that they were withdrawing their donations. Like someone had a hundred million dollar donation. Right. And they were like, I'm withdrawing this donation until the president resigns. And then yesterday the president resigned. The president resigned. Of Penn, yeah. Wow. Now, is that just to get the like saving? Is it just saving face? Because is the president the one president of a university is like they're the, the ones that are making all the decisions? No, it's an no. administration and no. it's a bureaucracy of a lot of people. But I I, I don't know. I, I guess it's a step in the right direction. But then again, I also I don't know. I, I also am like, I think holding people hostage with money to get the way that you want, that you're not even like, you're not in the organization is also petty and stupid because if it was the other way around, I think we would be pretty pissed. I think if you went to like, you went to American university, if they had a president that was like, I'm anti BLM, during all the riots and stuff. They were like, this, these BLM riots are bad. And then someone was like, I'm with, withholding this donation um, until they resign. And then that person resigned. I think you would be like, that's terrible. I cannot believe that, that this person resigned for their beliefs because of a donation. Right. I think when it's, when it supports us, it's like, Oh, that's well, great. Well, that's, but I think the theory of it is like, I don't know if I like that. I said, but that's with anything. You you use what works for your position, right? You're gonna you're gonna support what you believe in, as opposed to not. I know, but there are certain ideological things that we should just support, even if they're against, like freedom of speech. I support that no matter what, even if it's against me, because I think it's such an important thing that it goes beyond me. That like it's it, the idea of it is more important than if I feel validated or not in my ideas. That's true, but but unfortunately, freedom of speech has become so is such rhetoric and bullshit because when they're 
when they're damaging buildings and creating these riots, they say that's protected. That, that's not what we're talking about. When I when I say freedom, but when I say freedom of speech, I mean freedom of speech. I don't mean violence, right? Like so when I say freedom of speech, and then you're saying, yeah, but destroying buildings, it's like you're putting words into my mouth. That's no, not I, what I, I was saying. I'm not putting words into your mouth. I understand what you're saying. I'm saying the way societies become because of people's narratives and their political views, that freedom of speech is not like what it used to be 30, 40, 50 years ago where it had a certain ideology and a general concept of what it meant. Today, because it's such a bifurcated country, a bifurcated world we live in, that people are so fucked up that they just care about their own agenda or whatever, just, or anti this or in favor of that, that what was just a generally had a certain litmus test, so to speak. Now they rewrite it in such a way where it's just bullshit. It's, it's just, it's just bullshit. So the fact, excuse me, the fact that when they say, if you say you should kill all African-Americans and say, yes, that is should not be uh, allowed in the schools. And they say, well, what about say kill all Jews? And like, well, it all depends. That shows you how freedom of speech does not exist anymore, how things are are skewed in a way or justified in a way. And it's unfortunate and that this is what becomes. And not all these things are being taken up in the highest court level, you know, level of court where to determine whether or not that is freedom of speech. What they're trying to get at is saying, listen, we need to make sure that you can't have the genocide of Jews or you can't have this kind of what's taking place on these college campuses that people feel fear. They fear of their life walking around, for example. Right, they, but, but do you see what, like, but then that goes down the route, the road of what in 2014 Black people were saying we need safe spaces on campus because we don't feel safe because of people saying things that are racist. It's like that's it's the same. I it's the same idea saying like I so I don't agree. I think a cop like people should say whatever they want on a college campus. We shouldn't police what people are saying on college because some people don't feel safe. If you don't feel safe. Don't go to that college. No, no, I don't agree. That's how I feel. Okay. When you are going to a university, okay, even at kids in government or private university, you expect a certain level of safety. You expect that you're going there for an education as a purpose going there. I don't think there should be large gatherings of people saying, I hate blacks. I hate Jews. I hate Germans. I but hate if Asians. that school is allowing it, then you don't belong no. at that school. No. Then, but, but you shouldn't that- change the school to fit your ideas. No, the point is, there's, there's, don't you understand this? There's nothing good that comes out of it when you have a large gathering of people saying, I hate Jews. I hate blacks. There's, if you want to promote good people, make people that have good values and good ethics, you promote positive things. Right, Not- but so clearly, then you, then if Harvard, as, an, as a private company, if they it's believe- not a private company, they get government funding too, though. They do get government funding. Okay. They, they get. They, I think it's Title Four, I believe, which is financial aid. I could. It's Title Four, Title Nine. I'm not sure, but they get financial aid from the government and student loans. So it's not a private organization. Also, what's the downside? Hear me out for a minute. In promoting good things and preventing bad things, there's no downside. We are living. We are in such. Who a- who who decides? You understand, but listen. No, no, but who's who's telling Harvard what they kind of can't do now? That's what I'm asking. Well, I think you're saying Harvard should do this. Who 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 decides what they should and shouldn't do? I don't I don't know who I I think that But that's the problem. No, but but there's but there's a difference where 
That's why I'm saying I don't think any Harvard should do what they want. If I don't agree and I give them my money, then I don't give them my money anymore. And I go somewhere where I feel welcome. And I feel it's like, that's just the idea. It's the exact opposite. I'm saying the exact opposite of, of like cancel culture or safe spaces. The whole safe space cancel culture movement was I'm joining this company as a young individual. I don't feel comfortable like the Netflix, the whole Netflix thing, right? When Netflix like did Dave Chappelle's thing and all those trans employees were like, we don't feel comfortable working here. And Netflix said, okay, then go somewhere else. We, and we were like, that's fucking awesome. But if Netflix said, if Netflix was like, oh shit, some of these people don't feel comfortable being here. Other people are telling us, other people are telling us that this is wrong. We should now change what we're doing. I, I just don't agree with that idea. I think what Harvard's doing is wrong. But then I think, therefore, I don't want anything to do with them. They can do all their crazy shit. It's like, I think what Saudi Arabia is doing is wrong as a country. So I don't want to live there. I'm, I'd rather choose to live in America. If eventually I think what America is doing is wrong, I'm going to leave and go somewhere where I'm more welcome and I fit in more. I'm not going to try to force something to change to fit me. That, that's a liberal progressive mentality. And now I think a lot of conservative Republicans and Jews are adopting that with this new anti-Israel sentiment. And it's like, yes, we're, I, I understand because it's against us, but like we can't just abandon all our morals and become and do safe spaces and cancel cultures. That's what we were talking bad against for the last five years. Mm-hmm. Look, I get it. I do get it, but I, I think there's there's a little bit difference with Netflix where it, you know, where Dave Chappelle makes jokes about blacks and gays and this and that, which is an entertainment value and a and a and a entertainment entertainment medium as opposed to walking on college campus where you have two thousand Palestinians gathering on the steps of of one of the uh, university buildings. And a Jewish person walks by and is saying death to Jews, and is, it's a mob mentality. It's a but little if, bit of if, if the, I know I agree, but what I'm saying is like the next step then. So if the administration isn't going to do anything, if they don't see that as a problem, then why are you going to try? It's like it's the idea of of what we were just talking about with the breakups, right? Like if, if someone breaks up with you, you're not going to try to convince them to get back together with you. You're just going to leave and find someone that fits you better. That's my idea of it. It's like if the administration at these ex- companies and co- colleges don't find anything wrong with something that we find wrong, then why are we going to try to convince them it's wrong? No, you I, know, like, think I, I think it's better to expose them. And again, the, the kid, like to me, I would never want to send my kid to like Warren now. Right, exactly. Warren so you just now. don't send it. Like fuck yeah. Warren and fuck Warren and Penn and, and Harvard. Lewis. But so I agree. And if they're not going to get the endowments, fuck them. I agree. I think it's a, it's a the, great the free thing. market might take, like might run its course and, and, if, and they might start losing enough money where then they have to change. They fire all the people and hire new people that that's likely to happen. And so like, that's like voting with your wallet, I guess. But then let me ask you like four or five years ago when Charlottesville happened, remember that like UVA university of Virginia, there were all these, those white students that marched with like the tiki torches. It was like a huge, huge deal at the time. Um, and they were marching like white supremacy and all this stuff. And the media and the left were like, this is white supremacy. This is Nazism on college campuses and the college is doing nothing about it. 
black people feel probably feel very unsafe on these college campuses. It was a huge deal. The media on the left made about it. And people on the right were like, so what if like it's Virginia, that's a pretty pop. Like that's a pretty normal sentiment in Virginia. If you feel uncomfortable at this college, then leave. And I agreed with them. I thought it was wrong with the, that people were marching with tiki torches on about white supremacy. But it's like, then if I was a black student on that college, I would just get the fuck out of there. I wouldn't be like, I need to try to change it from within. And when so that happened, you, we were all on that side. But now everyone on the right has flipped and everyone on the left has flipped. Everyone on the left is saying they should they should just leave if they don't like it. And now everyone on the right is saying, no, they should change. College should be safe. You shouldn't feel threatened. It's, it's just crazy how everything's changed. I, I do hear you, but I just think that we as people, like, for example, parents should teach their kids right from wrong, okay? Um, and, you know, for example, if, you know, we you can walk around and see every fat, ugly person say, and you're fat and ugly, but we're taught as children that have some humility, have some compassion, have some, you know, even though it's freedom of speech, like when Bubby speaks because of her dementia, she says things out loud that are offensive to people. She doesn't even know what she's saying. She, you, you did it before dementia too, but yeah. That's true. But let's listen for a second. But you have a First Amendment right to say whatever the fuck you want to say, but you also don't want to harm people, make them feel Of bad. course. So what I'm trying to get, I But that's not what we're talking. We're not talking about, that's not the issue here. We're not saying, oh, people should right, be nicer. Right. I understand that, but, but I'm, just, I, I'm just, but I'm just saying that, that we as a, as a whole, sorry, if, if our government and our leaders and our companies and, and started acting in a way that putting things perspective which is really important rather than picking and choosing the side i think it would be a better society for everybody because you lead by example and the younger people will follow that and, and get used to that i think that that's what we should do like for example when we talk about today at the beginning about our basil and these young kids and the adults and they're missing the boat it's just try to become a better human being rather than these constant labels and i agree with yeah. saying i do but i think it's either way the outcome is bad because it's 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 just bad. You're gonna have more. You can when you do. You're gonna have but more. Like, do separation. we do you police it? I don't know what the answer, but but you have let you can have more separation, less integration, which is counterproductive. What what people want, and and less. And you're also on that side, like those. Pa- so those Palestinian students that you were saying the two thousand or whatever, right? Like, let's take those individuals. You don't want to integrate with them. You don't. Want, you want nothing to do with them. Right, but there's, a, but there's a difference, though. Like you've said on your side, if you don't educate and change things, you never. It's never going to make it. It's not going to change. And it could be if you educate, it could be two, three, four generations from now. But it's still could be a better world in the future. Be two, three, four generations from now. So if we don't start somewhere and do that, and we have. If, if we don't start with, we we can't tolerate this kind of behavior. Someone has to put their foot down. Stop this kind of behavior, whether you agree, disagree, and, and not tolerate. But I think only when world. it's in your back, like only when it's yours, that's my, no, the I'm different. I'm saying in general, I'm making just like, for example, people, if listen, people walk around and say, I hate blacks. I hate blacks. I don't agree with that. I, I know, but. Don't say I hate Palestinians. I hate, but no one should say that. Of course, I, I don't agree with it either. But then is it, but then I have no say on like, Harvard shouldn't do this. It, I, it's like the idea of like when California, like California's politics have gotten so liberal and everything that everyone who lived in California that didn't agree with it has moved out. I Instead of what people's choices are, that's 
I'm past that point. I'm just talking general unicorn white picket fence world. I know, but that's like stuff that I say. And then you're like, don't do that. Okay. I, I, I don't think, okay. If what's going to happen is if you have two, a thousand Palestinians on one side of the building and a thousand Jews on the other side of the building, on the other side of the courtyard at Harvard, and they're protesting and it gets a more animosity. There's a point it doesn't become freedom of speech. Of so, course. So, so what happens is the university will have to make that determination, see what they're going to they have security there. They're going to have enough cops there. We need to prevent it. So, but, but, but my gut tells me the way it is with all the anti-Semitism, like when you told me about the, pre- the um, president who testified at Congress, how she was adamant about it was against blacks. The answer is no, it's not happening. When it was against Jews, they're like, well, it depends. That's all. So we know that goes on. So if, if we know that goes on, then my point is, I don't care about the fucking First Amendment rights. If we know what's going on and it's against. See, that's what's dangerous, Dad. Because because what's happening is because it's not equitable is what I'm getting at. If it was equitable, then live and let live and let everybody have the same in that regard. But they're not. They're cherry picking what works for their own agenda and allowing them to speak against a group which I feel should be protected. Right. I agree. If it, if it was the exact same thing in reverse. And if, and if there were a thousand Jews said all Palestinians should die and they allowed that. And we said, but if you said, um, but, and, and we said, but should, if you should all blacks die and they say, no, that would not be protected. But we're like, but you're letting against the Jews saying against Palestinians. I would have the same position that I have now because it's not right. Okay. Because I'm right. not talking about. So you're saying it should be all, you're saying it should be all or none. Yeah. I'm saying it needs to be, it needs to be equitable across the board. And they're not doing that. Right. The, right. They're the, they're not actually they're they're using the term freedom of speech, but it's not true. It's not true. Right. But right. I agree. That that was the point I was making earlier. Right. We're in agreement on that. But to We're say but to say then then because they're not using freedom of speech correctly, then I'm not going to use it correctly. Then it's like that's when we because you were like, fuck freedom of speech. I don't care if someone's being because the difference is the difference is. It's like what's going on in Israel now. If somebody came up and punched you and you chose to defend yourself and you would have beat the shit out of them, you would defend yourself. But if they just forget about the fact that the other person that punched you was the initiator and the aggressor and you defend yourself and they only focus on you, I have a problem with it. So, so okay. you understand what I'm trying to say or not? No, not at that point. But okay, Meaning you can't say... You can't say Palestinians have a right to kill Jews on a, on a, on a college campus. And then right, they say, right. yes, we, we, okay. we don't know. It no, depends. of course. Right. We're, we're in agreement, but that's not freedom of speech because, but that's the point I was trying to make is freedom of speech is all or none. So either you're on the side of it's all, or you're on the side of it's none. There's no in between. There's no, there's no freedom of speech towards black people is okay. But freedom of speech towards Jews is not, that doesn't fly. I agree. Right. So then you're then you're a free speech is all. Correct. But the difference. So then you think so then you think Palestinians should be able to say, I hate all Jews. They should be able to say that. Hating is different than. Right. That's what we're saying, though. That's what we're saying. But that's not. Wait, but we're not we're not talking about violence because that then it's not free of speech. That's the issue you always bring up. You're like, but it's violence. And it's like. No, I'm talking about truly protected freedom of speech. Bronson, 
I talk about many different issues. And, and, and what happens is there's so many things that have gone up to the Supreme Court of the United States as to what particular fact pattern demonstrates. And, very, and it does all depend on what is and what is not freedom of speech and what is and what is not protected speech. So, you know, and, and you can have a different judge make a different ruling on the same set of facts. That's just the way human beings. Of course. Are. But I'm, I'm not talking about what a judge would decide in a court. I'm talking about mine and your idea of what freedom of speech is. I think people can allow to say they hate a certain ethnic group or people, but I don't think anyone should say they should, any ethnic group or, or religion should be harmed. Right. And I, I think everyone would agree with you. I think that's what the First that's Amendment what is. What they do is death to all Jews, which are, okay, is very different than saying we hate Jews. Yes. Yes. Okay, but, that, but they're allowing death to all Jews. Yeah. I, I don't know uh, with 100% certainty if that's the exact specific. Uh, words that were used. I, I don't it's know. Gone so it's gone such fucking ridiculous that now instead of that, when all these politicians talk about speeches, they talk about uh, Muslim foe, uh, uh, fo- uh, fo- whatever they call it, Islamophobia, Islamophobia, and and it's 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 all the same. So the Jews are the ones that are being persecuted and killed, but yet they now they won't even talk about. It. They're afraid to talk about anything in favor of the Jews. Yeah, I called it. In Islamophobia. I called it the f- the day after October seventh happened. I I was like, American governmental support is going to wane tremendously because the youth, the the Democratic Party only is only supported by the youth, and the youth are are firmly on the side of anti Israel. So why would the government be any different? They just follow the votes. Fuck them. I don't care. I support it. Fuck them all, man. You'll see. We're going to come out on top. You'll see. You'll see. Israel's yeah. been through a lot worse. The Jews have been through a lot fucking worse. We're going to come out on top. And you know what the beauty is? They fucking pick the scab off. You're going to see people for what they really are. Fuck them all. And I'll make the Jews stronger, make them tougher, unite, and, we'll, and we'll, there will be more and more Jews in the world. You'll see. By result of this, the Jews are so cavalier, marry outside their faith, and no big deal. We don't care. We'll get a Christmas tree, raise our kids. We'll let them choose. You're going to see a fucking change in that. I'm telling you right now. In the next two, three, four generations, we'll be a lot more fucking Jews than there are now. They fucking literally woke up the fucking beast. Big mistake. Jews are the chosen ones. Jews are fucking powerful. Jews have gone through a lot worse, and they're going to come out stronger in the end. You'll see. I don't disagree with you. That's my opinion. Yeah. So fuck those all those assholes and anti-Jews. Anyone that's an anti-fucking Jew, fuck you, you piece of shit. Seriously. I don't give a fuck. I don't need them as friends. No, I wasn't arguing that you should keep them as friends. No, I'm not saying that, but my point is it's you, it's going to backfire. You'll see. You'll see. I don't disagree. Yeah. And I just wish, I just wish at my point in my life, I just wish everybody just got along if they don't agree just treat each other with respect you don't have to agree i don't i don't want anyone to think like me it doesn't matter i don't want anyone to be me otherwise i wouldn't be so special but people right to have their just talk to people like human beings don't shove your shit down their throat you don't have to like you could say i disagree and walk away but but just be a human being with a little compassion and respect it's fucking gone it doesn't exist and that's where I don't want to deal with this. I want to create my own little world, my own little bubble, like being in the tent and so else. Fuck that. I want to be a people who are just, again, don't have to think like me, but are just good, respectful human beings that make a difference, that teach their kids. You can be a diehard liberal, teach a kid to be a diehard liberal, just be a good human being. I don't care what, I don't give a fuck. 
It's a problem. And this is what we're missing because of the corruption with our big business and big government and the news media and the whatever. I, I know I'm going for tangent. Yeah, I don't know if the fact of that people don't have respect for one another is because of corruption in government. I think that's a cultural problem that parents aren't, that like our culture just isn't quality anymore. So parents aren't teaching their children that. I think that's the issue. I don't think corruption. And the parents have lost control. You look at these in the schools, right. and they go to universities, and it's just, it's. Uh, right, but that's a, that's a cultural issue. That's, a, I don't know. Our I, culture doesn't have respect. We don't, not, we, have, we haven't lost respect for each other because Amazon is so big. Like, I don't think that that's, I, I so think I'm talking about the corruption of a big business and power, what they have over our society and and controlling the consumer and controlling civilians and 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 playing with their brains and doing these demographics, these research and knowing what what makes people tick and pray and playing on their weaknesses and their depressions and their yeah. But I think if the family unit and the culture was strong, that wouldn't be as big of a deal. You know, it wouldn't. But I think it's because I, I agree, family doesn't exist anymore. So say it's sad. Well, I think just because culture is so weak that then those things don't get passed on. Like, of course, people don't have respect for other people or property or rights or anything because they were never taught it. Like, of course they wouldn't. I would have never expect the baby to just be born with that. If anything, they're taught the other way now. They're taught like, yeah, just take whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, just fucking every you're entitled to everything. Sad. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't want to be around it. I want to create my bubble. Right, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Create exactly. Create your bubble. So Harvard has a different culture than I do. Okay, I'm not just not going to partake in Harvard. I'm not going to try to cancel them. I'm just going to do my own thing here. And if I find out that what I'm doing here, the places that I'm part of. Don't share the culture that I'm in. Okay. I'm not going to try to cancel them. I'm just going to go somewhere else. I'm going to create my own bubble, my own culture. But no a lot of people saying, are trying I mean, to cancel no Harvard. Cancel no one's saying cancel Harvard. I think a lot of people are. Okay. I hear you. All right. Are we wrapping it up? Yeah. All right, Brian. I love you. Love you too. And good. Oh, do we do that at the end? No, we just say love you. No, we don't do that at the end. All right. No problem. And um, don't forget to bleep that name out. And good luck on your exams. Um, Thanks. You're, you're gonna kick ass. Call me afterwards. I want to hear how it went. Okay. You're almost, you're almost done. Yeah. I got Brooks' last tuition bill for USC. Woohoo! Wow, that's great. <laughs> and and because it's going part time, it's pretty. It's still not cheap, but it's 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 about it's twenty five percent of what it would have been. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Last fucking semester tuition. I have. And wait, what's it? I have eight more months of, of rent for him. Eight more months of of um. You should go buy a new car or something. Eight more months of uh, monthly allowance. No, fucking game changer. Yeah, game changer. Woo! I'm so no, excited. It's right in time for the one the Cybertruck comes in, so that you can get the ultimate one. See, let's talk about the Cybertruck for a moment, and then we'll get okay. okay. So we know that. We it, we know it's gonna be about a hundred grand, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we because you got to get the top line. There's no question about it. So we do know that the resale market on electric vehicles does not exist. It's shit. We know that keeping that car like this might have its own market. Who knows? Because it's such a special, unique car. 
but okay. you don't buy you don't buy an electric car. You don't buy a Tesla to make money on it. Right. So let's talk about it. so so like my Porsche that I keep forever. That's a different because the classic and those cars. It's a different kind of car. That's my point. So so does it make sense to buy it? I think it makes sense to lease it. Yeah, it could make sense to lease it. Depend. Yeah, depending on the price. I think it makes sense to lease it. Because here's the thing, yeah. I'm probably not, I can't keep the car for 10 years. I'm, I'm no, and, and electric cars don't last that long. That's, That's why the resale market's bad. Right. And so, so like, I'm just figuring, like, just do they, will they do a lease on it? I don't know. They have to do a lease on it. Yes. 100%. I don't know within the first year or so because everyone's wanted one. But maybe. But I don't know if a buying would make sense. Like, you should just rent it because it's cool for a couple of years and then you get rid of it when the newer version comes out, you know? Or, and then the other thing, if, if you buy it, you can get rid of it in the year, right? There'll be a mark in a year from now. Don't you agree? Probably. If you lease it, you're locked in three years. You can't get rid of it. Right, right. The, the, I'm sure with this specific car, because they're not going to, it's not Toyo, a Toyota factory where they can make tens of millions like this. It's a specialized car. Like they're not making that many. And there are already so many pre-orders that like, if someone wants one, but then again, I don't know. I feel like everyone who really wanted one already ordered. You know what I mean? I'm just worried because this is not a car you want to keep. That's the problem. You don't want it after five years. It's Then it's just an old car. Three, I think. You don't want the car for three years. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to weigh the numbers. We'll weigh the numbers. All right. Love you. Good luck, buddy. Bye, everybody. Love Thank you, too. you again. And, um, we'll see you guys real soon. Okay. Yep. You're joking, right? Well, I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm trying to be optimistic about that. Well, I guess you're too young to be a little pessimistic like me. The fucking things I see out there, people are stupid.